to walk around with more questions than answers. And this challenges our ego, perhaps, right? This is not comfortable. But being comfortable with some level of discomfort here, people, is crucial. And perhaps we should be a bit more uncomfortable with the comfort of those that know it all or embody a know-enough mindset, right? Let me repeat this as I think it is worth really leaving this episode with some critical concepts related to this. I think we should all be a bit more uncomfortable with the comfort of those that appear to know it all or who embody a know-enough mindset. My name is Michael Shikitano, and this is Right Here, Right Now, a podcast to inspire the learner inside each of us. In a world that is full of so much information, we will help find and package that information so that you can use it in your lives every day in practical ways. And in each episode, we will remind you of the importance of being present and mindful of your daily thoughts, actions, and interactions. It is truly the most vital step to learning and growth, being mindful and present right here, right now, to take on life's challenges and turn them into life's lessons. So come on this venture with us, a new beginning, a new journey that starts right here, right now. Welcome back, people. I am Michael Shikitano, your host of Right Here, Right Now, the podcast that was created to inspire each of you to strive to become better versions of yourself, perhaps by getting better at recognizing and chipping away at some of the characteristics that no longer serve us on our path. The podcast that gives us the capacity to realize that our path may have taken a sudden turn and that we are confident that we can make the new journey with hope and faith, resilience, and being anti-fragile, bringing it up to that next level, realizing that it is all about the journey. The podcast that helps you become more mindful and present on your way to unleashing and liberating and uncovering your most authentic and well-informed version of yourself. So in today's mindful moment, we will discuss the necessary virtues that allow us to become better learners. We will help each other to be more mindful of our paths to learning and how we can all open ourselves up to the learning process, how we can all come to terms with what we don't know on our path to acquiring more knowledge, how we can all become those who yearn to learn. I'm sorry I couldn't resist, um, but if you if you understand the learning process, you understand that there is a, a drive, a hunger that needs to be satiated and, and yearning for that knowledge and understanding what we need to let go of is so important, right? If you know, if you know a fervent learner, if you know someone who voraciously consumes vast amounts of information, 
you know that learners are yearners, right? Yearning for more information, more knowledge, more insight, more perspective, which leads to more questions, all leading to more mindful and deliberate action. But first, we really must understand that though we yearn for more, we must accept that we always start with less on this path to learning. Deliberately understanding and knowing less and knowing that we know less than we actually do know is where the skilled and mindful learners begin. It's about understanding what you need to let go of. It's giving it up. It's having less before more knowledge comes in. So let's kick off our mindful moment with a quote from Epictetus, a Stoic philosopher who instructed his philosophers with this. I love this one. It's impossible for a man to learn what he thinks he already knows. And there are quotes from uh, Socrates as well on unknowing. And he says, the only true wisdom is knowing you know nothing. And he goes on to say, I am the wisest man alive, for I know one thing, and that is that I know nothing. And to me, these are very powerful thoughts, right? They've lasted many, many years, uh, and they're coming to you, and they came to me. And these thoughts that make us understand that there must be an appreciation of our knowledge deficit, the knowledge that we lack the information that is missing, a gap in understanding perhaps, and having an awareness of what we need to know by way of this deficit is the only path to open the mind to learning. And we must be aware of and even embrace this deficit. I recently heard the thought-provoking question Uh, You may have heard this. Would you rather be a big fish in a little pond or a little fish in the big pond? Uh, And when it comes to our knowing mind and having the knower's mindset, right, thinking you know far more than you actually know, I think this question really becomes, would you rather be the person that knows the most in a room amongst people that aren't that knowledgeable? Or would you prefer to be the person that knows the least in a room full of people that have vastly more amounts of knowledge than you, the knowledge that you are yearning for, perhaps. I know which room I'd rather be in if I had the choice. Think about which room you would choose. And when it comes to knowing less, I think we're we're, we're setting ourselves up at least to understand what I'm trying to get at here. So um, one of our episodes in the past was on learning and actually taking steps on how to learn, how to be a better learner. And we discuss some of the things that get in our way of learning. And I suggest that you give that some of your time and attention. And I'll put a link to that in our show notes for today. Today's uh, episode, though, will focus on what I believe may allow us to break down what a, one of the greatest barriers to learning or growth development. We all somehow reach a point in life where we think we know more than we actually know. And sometimes this happens sooner for some on our journeys, right? And perhaps it's a bit later in life for others. Are we even aware that this is happening? That's a tough one. 
And this can potentially happen shortly after the journey of formal education is completed, perhaps, right? We made it. We got our degree. We learned what we need to know. We got this. We know it. We know it all. And certainly as we get older, the propensity to believe that we know more than we actually know or to become sort of this know-it-all worsens, perhaps, right? And I think the know-it-alls don't really know that they're know-it-alls or don't believe that they are um, acting in that way. But we convince ourselves we're doing life well, right? That we're doing our jobs well. We perhaps become habituated to our thoughts and actions and become so comfortable with our knowledge or perceived amount of knowledge, really, relatively speaking, right? And actions that it just feels so right, right? Down to our very core, these things that we're doing, they work. And of course, we may surround ourselves with others who are perhaps stuck in the same pattern of convincing each other of our knowledge or truth in life. And it's perhaps maybe a little harsh to say this, but this might be a closed-minded approach that we may be stricken with at various times in our lives, right? I know if I think back, I, I feel like I've, I've I've had periods in my life where I felt like I, I knew more than I actually knew, and it took a while and some discipline and some effort, you know, and it I think we get too comfortable with how much we think we know. And this is perhaps in our professional career, thinking that we've been doing this thing for so long that new information is not necessary to make it through our days, and maybe there, we don't believe that there exists new information that would be helpful. Maybe we get complacent as parents that we figure that we have it all figured out. And then the kids hit adolescence, right? That's a tough time. I recently came across a quote in the book Limitless by Jim Quick, and we did an episode on his book uh, a few months back. And I found this quote jarring related to this very notion of what we believe we know based on our experience. And he says, some people who claim to have 20 years of experience have one year of experience that they've repeated 20 times. Wow, right? Do we ever stop to consider what we can do better along the way on our journey? Maybe this mindful moment is just what we need to pause and start thinking of what we can rethink in our lives, right? Let's think about it and certainly get curious with some reflective questions here, people. Experience, as the term goes, only really signifies that you have been doing something for some time. But if we stop to look at what exactly it is we're doing, how we're doing it, and how has my impact or my approach to challenges changed or evolved over time? And of course, the change or evolution requires learning, right? Who have I been able to help And what new ways have I adopted over the years to be better at whatever it is that you started off being good at? Have we been so conditioned in doing the things we do so routinely and reactively, perhaps, that we can't get into a new mindset? A mindset that, at the very least, suggests that we can be better. We can learn more. We can grow into better beings. We can be open to new ways of thinking, new ways of doing. And I was recently reading the book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. It's phenomenal. Uh, And that is teaching me about the science of how our bodies continually do what is comfortable, how our bodies can eventually 
control our minds with respect to these patterns of behavior that our bodies crave and how our thoughts evoke feelings and the feelings spark thoughts and the cycle that creates habits and moods and eventually our personality. Definitely going to dedicate an entire episode on this fascinating topic, but the point in this context is that we must break the habit of doing the same things that we have become just so comfortable carrying out. We have to be aware of it, and breaking those habits will allow us to go down a path of true learning and growth. And seemingly just repeating the steps of our life and doing what appears to have worked over time, do we stop to consider what that offers us? Can we say that we're truly the version of ourselves that we're so satisfied with that there is nothing that this vast world of information has to offer us? And Dispenza was talking about the emotional cycles we build up and replay. But we can translate this into the process of learning, right? Because learning is emotional. Follow me here for a little bit, people. Bring your curiosity along. Let's think about these things again with some questions floating around our minds, right? There are few things that can actually stir up more emotion than being told we do not know something or feeling that we do not know something, that we are wrong, wrong, right? Some of you may have flinched at the mere mention of the word. And admitting that we do not know is not easy here, people, whether we're admitting that to ourselves and, wow, admitting that to others. It is, however, the first step to knowing more, to learning more, to being open to the gifts of what a book or podcast or loved one or mentor or a teacher or a friend or a colleague has to offer you. This not knowing can be a pretty scary place to be if you realize this in yourself. Yet the fact that we know or at least are becoming more aware right here, right now, that we must suffer some level of discomfort is what allow, will allow us to be better than before. Better than the version of ourselves that may have hit a plateau, right? Perhaps coasting along, not really in a critical and self-loathing way, but look around. Can we all use the power of knowledge and turn it into the superpower of learning and doing and being better? Of course we can. And self-awareness is a big one here, people. Being honest and mature and brave enough to say to yourself every day that I do not know. To walk around with more questions than answers, and this challenges our ego perhaps, right? This is not comfortable, but being comfortable with some level of discomfort here, people, is crucial. And perhaps we should be a bit more uncomfortable with the comfort of those that know it all or embody a know-enough mindset, right? Let me repeat this, as I think it is worth really leaving this episode with some critical concepts related to this. I think we should all be a bit more uncomfortable with the comfort of those that appear to know it all or who embody a know-enough mindset. This is what learning something new is all about. Being okay and comfortable with not knowing opens you up to learning. I promise you this, you will get into the habit of being so comfortable with not knowing that it will seem so natural to not know, or at least 
think, what is it about this situation that I am not aware of, that I do not know, that is out of my wheelhouse? And you will come to develop a childlike curiosity, leading many conversations with questions, having an eager mind that's never satisfied with the last book or podcast or conversation, always gently pressing for more questions, more insight and a genuine thought about what or how or why, not ever with the intent or design to prove more knowledge over another, that is perhaps the ego interfering again, but rather to be the channel that can help yourself and others learn and grow and be better at whatever it is that you're being good at in this moment. So, in this mindful moment, I want you to begin to think about some of the areas of your life that you may want to learn more about. Some of the areas you may want to rethink, perhaps, as Adam Grant calls this practice. Maybe it's a new hobby or you want to take your professional career down a new and more exciting path. Well, there's a dilemma that you may want to look at from a different angle. Or you have an adolescent child and you're struggling to figure them out. Whatever it is that you may want to be better at, you must be mindful that you have already conquered the obstacle of knowing that you do not know enough yet. That you have more to learn so that you can offer more to others via your instrument of inspiration and growth. Be mindful about your eagerness to know what you do not know. Be present with the lessons that you must be open to. And pause to reflect on the lessons we may have missed using this mindful moment right here, right now. Thank you very much for listening. Please continue to share and rate these episodes. This would mean so very much to me. We'll see you next time, right here, right now. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Right here, right now.